Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Defense. No, I'm not at a Nick game. Defense has often been an Achilles heel for the Mets organization, and it's reared its ugly head once again over the last two days. Four errors yesterday, three more today, and a 9-5 loss to the Nationals. You can't expect to win if you keep giving up extra outs and easy runs, and manager Luis Rojas says, yes, there'll be some extra work done starting tomorrow to tighten things up defensively. Yeah, last last two days have been tough, and uh, I think I think we you know, we right away we got to recognize that uh, we hurt ourselves, and you know, at one point I think uh, we given up six runs and five scores because because of errors, and um, you know, we just got to go out there and work hard every day, uh, get better. That's something that JD did in the off season. He's played really good at thirty, made a couple of nice plays early in the game, and then you know gets his chance. And uh, when he's playing the shift, like you said, he just rushes throw, has a catcher running. Um, He's been working from that angle to make throws and, and feel some ground ball. So he just rushed to play a little bit. So uh, that's something that we need to improve. I, you want to say that it's early in camp and we have room to, but it's like we need to do it right now. Um, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to say that we're a good team. Uh, we got to go out there on the field and be a good team. And, you know, we, we end up hurting ourselves defensively. That That's just something that can't can happen. You know, we got to keep working hard and, and be the team we want to be right now uh, in camp. So last today have been a little tough to watch uh, just with the four errors and today uh, three. So we've we seen the result of uh, of games when that happened. You know, yesterday we could have won that game. Today we probably could have won this game. So, um, you know, the guys are professionals. I think they, they know what it takes and the coaches here know, know what it takes. So we're going to spend a little, little extra time out there just to uh, – uh, clean things up a little bit. J.D. Davis had a throwing error at third base during a shift, and Jordan Yamamoto on the mound and Jake Hager at second base committed fielding errors. Davis has worked on his positioning at third. He was playing deep. He's now moved in some, and he feels the comfort level will come in time. A lot of it, you know, we're talking to the analytical department, kind of um, picking their brain of, you know, where different really good infielders are and how they play you know a lot of guys Arenado he plays so far back Matt Chapman plays so far back but they're so good at coming in um I gotta find like a happy medium and working with the analytical department and figuring out what is a good depth 
kind of for me and able to get to angles or get to balls put in play. Um, uh, that's actually really helped me put in a better spot or a better position to get to balls and able to uh, get create the good hop. Yamamoto started. He went three innings, giving up two first-inning runs, both unearned. Five of the nine Washington runs were unearned due to sloppy defense. The second and third innings saw much better results for Yamamoto, who retired Trey Turner, Juan Soto, and Josh Bell, all on grounders in a 1-2-3 third inning. It was a conviction, you know. Um, after the first inning, I was pulling my slider. You know, I was kind of the mindset of, I oh, just get it over the plate, get it over the plate, try to get a strike with it, instead of saying, you know what, throw it, throw it. And that was kind of what I got to was just, you know what, the last two innings was, hey, whatever he throws down, throw it. And believe that it's going to get the guy out, you know. Um, and that's what I did, you know, I, tried, I trusted um, Mosaica and, and just really, really went out there and just trusted what he threw down and, and just pitched and pitched how, how I know how to pitch, you know, throwing anything in any count. The same, same with Juan Soto, you know, the 3 2 um, slider and, and cutter, you know, just one of those things that I got to get back to being the old me. And, and, and that's what it is. The second, third inning, third inning was the old me. The first inning was kind of like a, kind of warming up to, to the old me. So just getting back to it. Dylan DeTansis followed Yamamoto to the mound, but Tansis is making progress, but he's not quite there yet. His slurve, the slider curve, was sharp, but he yanked a couple of his spike-breaking balls. That's his outpitch, so things still have room for improvement. The ball that Castro hit, that was, that was, that was in a good reaction. I mean, he hit that pretty good. But, uh, I mean, I've gotten, you know, a couple uh, weak contacts, and i also gotten some hard contacts, so... Um, like I said, um, my, my my better breaking ball hasn't been there for me yet, so that's something that I could definitely improve on. But I would say it's been on, on and off. You know, uh, I've gotten a couple swing and misses on fastball, which is uh, encouraging. Um, I, I don't think I got many of that last year, uh, and I think the you know stronger I can get, the better that can be. And you know, if my uh, Spike curveball, if I can just command it better, be more in the zone with it. That's also a pitch that I got a lot of swing and misses and, you know, haven't been able to throw it for strikes or kind of anywhere near the plate. So something that I can definitely improve on. Batances is trying to stay positive with the small steps forward. He's hard on himself because he expects a lot from himself. I'm always hard on myself. Uh, I feel like throughout my career, I, I feel like... Uh, I'm never satisfied. Uh, you know, I want to continue to get better. You know, obviously there's been mechanical adjustments pretty much throughout my career. Uh, you know, obviously being a taller guy, is harder for me to repeat my delivery. So I've had my battles here and there with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm never satisfied. I'm always trying to get better. Uh, you know, I, I know what I can do uh, when I'm on my top, top of the game and, you know, that's where I want to be. You know, obviously, I got a lot of work to do to get there. Uh, but, you know, I'm still early in camp. And, you know, but definitely always hard on myself. While we're on the bullpen, non-roster invitee Trevor Hildenberger has opened some eyes early on in camp. Hildenberger has pitched two innings of relief, and all of his outs have come by a strikeout. He's allowed just one hit while walking two. Hildenberger pitched for the Twins, so pitching coach Jeremy Hefner is very familiar with him. And manager Rojas likes the deception that Hildenberger generates on the mound. He's got weapons. Uh, he's got the, the, the changeup. He's got the slider. I mean, you guy usually that has that angle, You in, in history, you 
uh, you're a little bit tentative against lefties just because le- lefties pick up pick it, pick it up well. But he's got the changeup as his uh, second best pitch. Uh, so he works pretty well. Uh, he can change arm angles too. He does a lot of things. So it, it's encouraging to see him do what he did uh, yesterday. So, you know, we keep paying close eye on him. I know he's been very, uh, very successful in the past when he, when he pitched for the twins, uh, Hefner knows him very well. I think he, uh, uh, him and Hef have really good, uh, have a really good thing going on right now. So we'll keep them, uh, watching him and evaluating, but that was really good yesterday. Young Brett Beatty was the DH today. The third base prospect has a lot of power, but he went hitless today in two trips. Beatty has shown some opposite field power and says that just comes naturally to him. A little bit of both. It's, it's kind of natural. I've always grown up hitting the opposite field. Um, but just I was just trying to let the ball travel for those first couple ABs just to kind of get my feet wet and see the ball deep. Um but yeah, I mean, I've always been hitting that way, and it's just it comes natural to go to go to the opposite field for me. So, are there any major leaguers that he's tried to emulate or incorporate his swings into his? Um, I'm just really trying to do my own thing. Um, there's definitely some pieces of my swing that resemble some other hitters, um, some like Freddie Freeman or uh, Adam Dunn or something like that. But uh, I just I just try to stay within myself and just do my own thing. Well, Adam Dunn and all the strikeouts, you might want to stay away from there, Brett. Uh, Freddie Freeman, that sounds pretty good. Young right-hander Matthew Allen pitched the sixth inning, and he gave up four hits and three runs. Only one of those runs, though, was earned. He hit 97 on the gun. He got some swings and misses, too, with his fastball, but he had trouble locating that fastball a lot in his inning. Young infield prospect Mark Bientos smashed two doubles. Francisco Lindor and Luis Guillorme each had a pair of hits, and Hager offset his error with his second home run, a three-run shot that came in the eighth inning. And the Mets unfortunately lost Jose Martinez for at least four months. Martinez suffered a torn meniscus in his left knee. That came on Sunday against the Marlins. Tuesday, we'll see the debut of Taiwan Walker as the Mets will host the Cardinals at Clover Park in Port St. Lucie. Carlos Martinez will go for St. Louis. So tune in tomorrow. We'll have another Met podcast coming your way. I'm Ed Coleman. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.